You are listening to The Scope, a podcast dedicated to having open conversations about healthcare topics relevant to our patients and community. Today, we're talking about estate planning. Let's get started. Today, our guests are Marcia Wayman, Director of Philanthropy at the Phelps Health Foundation, and Wendy Woodson of Wendy Woodson Insurance, who is a volunteer member of the Planned Giving Advisory Council at Phelps Health Foundation. Welcome to our show today, ladies. Thank you. We are really excited to have you here. So I'd love to start off our show just getting to know a little bit about who each of you are and what your role is at Phelps Health or the committees that you serve on. So Marshall, why don't you just kind of kick us off? Sure. So I um, have been a part of the nonprofit sector for going on almost 20 years Mm -hmm. now, Paige, and I've been at Phelps Health for about five years. Um, It's just a passion of mine. Um, I really like to look at the bigger picture of how nonprofits and the foundation is a nonprofit can really fill the gaps and what's needed in the community. So that's really what has drawn me to do this. Um, As far as just life in general, you can always see me out on the trails. I'm always out walking. I I love to be outside meeting people. In fact, that's how I met Wendy. Mm -hmm. I think that's a perfect segue into Wendy. Wendy, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role with the Phelps Health Foundation. So I've been a medical assistant for 15 years. I have moved out to Missouri um, three years ago and I started working at Delbert Day at the Cancer Institute there. Absolutely loved it. I wanted to be able to help patients in a different way and um, I did get the opportunity to speak with patients on a personal level and understand the difficulties that they were having and I now am in the insurance industry and I can help them through a different um, avenue. Um, helping them be prepared financially, um, you know, with estate planning, insurance. No, I think that's perfect. So that's kind of our topic today as well. But before we dive into estate planning and what all that entails, I love talking about foundations and what their role is. I think that's really important to answer that question to begin our conversation today. So Marsha, can you tell us what the foundation does to support the hospital and what really your role is as a fundraiser? Absolutely. So foundations and our foundation in particular are really important because they support the hospital. Um, What makes us a little bit different is because we are a nonprofit and we are a part of the hospital we're able to fundraise and any revenue that we bring in is tax exempt. So I like to put that in perspective. If we were a business entity raising revenue for the hospital, we could potentially be taxed up to 50% of what we're bringing in. So really that benefit of being a tax exempt organization is that we can help serve that Phelps Health mission to improve the health and wellness of people in our community. And we can do that by providing tax-exempt charitable donations to support that mission. That's perfect. You you answered that so concisely. (laughs) It's like you've worked in this industry for 20 years, like you said. Can you imagine that? (laughs) So let's just dive right in. Thank you so much for answering that. What is National Estate Planning Month about? What does that even mean? So National Estate Planning Awareness Month is exactly what the name implies. It's, It's an event to kind of raise awareness to what estate planning is. And I kind of liken it to tax season. You know, every April, everybody's kind of scrambling, getting with their tax advisors or CPAs getting their documents together Mm -hmm. we commit more time to preparing our taxes than we do preparing for our future wishes for after we pass away so I think the real important um, message to drive home with national estate planning awareness is it's time it's the month of October to set aside some time and if you have an estate plan wonderful maybe you need to revisit that is there anything that's changed 
Um, and if you haven't started, we want to make that a really easy, approachable um, conversation that we can start having with the community and our donor base. We want to normalize that conversation. So, so whenever you say normalize the conversation, mm -hmm. that's part of why Wendy is here, right? You've got this plan giving advisory mm -hmm. council. Is that part of why the foundation is involved? Let's talk about what that looks like. Yeah, so the foundation really wanted to get involved. First of all, the, the Awareness Month has been around for several years, but this is really the first year that we're getting involved. And um, we really started our legacy giving program about 2017, 2018, so it's a relatively new program. And unfortunately, we had just put together our plan giving advisory council right before COVID. So we had been able to have a couple of awareness and outreach activities, but then that kind of came to a halt and we're kind of revising and mm -hmm. revamping and bringing that up a little bit. So that plan giving advisory council and, and to kind of give um, a little bit of an overview. So when we talk about estate planning, we're talking about an umbrella plan that mm -hmm. includes a lot of other documents, you know, a lot of other legal documents um, at a bare minimum, a will and a power of attorney. And when we talk about insurance, insurance is really part of that bigger picture of you know, planning for when you do pass away. How do you want that to look? Right. And so our Plan Giving Advisory Council takes the expertise of those professionals in our community for that's their area of expertise. I'm not an insurance expert. I'm yes, not a lawyer. That's why we have Wendy, right? Um, and so those those volunteers have offered their time and expertise to help facilitate some of those questions or to help our donors or our community mm -hmm. navigate and start those conversations. So what is the Felt Self Foundation doing this year to participate? I mean, I know we're having this podcast to generate awareness and education, but what else are you guys doing? So thanks to Phelps Health and Phelps Health Marketing, mm -hmm. actually, we've, we've kind of designed for the first time kind of a community outreach um, messaging. So you'll see a lot in our social media. Um, we're doing this podcast. So we're also opening our doors during the month of October. So if any of our viewers, listeners, are interested in just starting those conversations you know maybe they're they're already set but they just kind of want to revisit some of that information or they don't really know where to start maybe they're new to the area then we can help them navigate introduce them to those professionals in our community and and kind of help help move that forward and in the future we hope to make it a little bit bigger but since this is the first year and we never know <laughs> when yes. things might get you know mm -hmm. um, have to be canceled or moved or whatever we wanted to keep it small simple and move it forward I love that. I think that's fantastic. So one of the questions I have, and Wendy, you might even be able to help answer this, is why is awareness of estate planning important? What happens if somebody doesn't do any of this type of planning? What are some of the impacts that could happen? Um, from my perspective, I'd like to help the people become aware of like beneficiaries who they can leave their finances to or let them know that there is um, you know, insurance available to help for finalizing, for burial, funerals. Um, we would like the people who are losing the loved one to have the confidence, not confidence, but the... Um, have a peace of mind. Have a really. peace of mind, exactly, that they don't have to be struggling or wondering where's the money coming from to take care of their loved one so they can grieve a little easier. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. We were talking right before this podcast started and you made a really good point, Wendy, that I wanna bring back again. Whenever a family is in the process of grieving the loss of a loved one, the last thing they should have to worry about is where is that money com coming from? Have those documents been filled out? What does that look like? You know, we really want to give families the opportunity to be able to work through that grieving process without having to backtrack and make sure all of that paperwork was filled out. Yeah, and there's one other thing I'd like to add as well. 
Um, and people, if they don't have family to leave the money mm -hmm. to, another great idea too is to leave it to the foundation. Um, it's a great way to give back. Um, I've spoken with a lot of patients that um, loved the care that they were given and wanted um, a way to give back. How can they help out for the next patient that needs help or somebody else? They just want to give back to, the, to Phelps Health. And that's a great way too. Yeah, great recommendation. How do they even begin that process of that conversation, Marsha? So, um, Wendy brings up such an excellent point um, about, you know, part of that whole estate plan is really the distribution of your assets upon your, your passing. And I always throw out this caveat because if you opt not to do that, then you have no say in what happens. And your estate or your, you know, finances, they go to probate. That means your friends, your family, your charity of choice may never see uh, that gift that you may have intended but just never got around to doing. So again, the awareness month is really number one just to, to open up those conversations. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like death and taxes are not the most <laughs> favorite conversations to have, but if we can dedicate time um, to bringing awareness, normalizing those conversations, letting people be making those decisions or at least be thinking about them when they're not in duress, then we feel like we're doing our part. I love that. You bring up an excellent question. Mm -hmm. Is estate planning for everyone? So I'm, I'm 27. Yeah. Could I do estate planning today if I wanted? Absolutely. In fact, um, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day whose children were going off to college. And the conversation came up and really what what came out of that conversation is that once you become a legal adult you can have a will you can determine what happens um, one of the things that we didn't talk about earlier about estate planning is that it does include advanced directives and I know we'll talk about that just briefly mm -hmm. but um, you know once you're of age and you can start making those decisions absolutely estate planning is for everybody every demographic every age every family situation and that's why that awareness and really revisiting through the different phases and stages of life is so important. Absolutely. You had mentioned advanced directives. That's actually the next yeah. question on my list. It's like you're reading my I mind. Know. <laughs> so what does advanced directives do? What does it mean? What does that look like? So when we talk again about estate planning, it's kind of an umbrella term that yeah. includes a lot of legal documents. And as a representative of healthcare philanthropy, advanced directives plays into that to some degree because um, you know we want to raise awareness and there's a month set aside for that as well to initiate those conversations about how do you want you know those decisions to be made for you if you're incapacitated and um, that can happen at any age unfortunately and it's a very difficult topic but unfortunately even the COVID pandemic really raised awareness in a very um, not positive way for a lot of families who had loved ones that had to go away for care and they never even got mm -hmm. to see them. Mm -hmm. So if we can take a negative situation and turn it around and, and start having those conversations, we feel like we can do a lot of benefit for our community. I love that. I think you make a really good point because the value of everything that we do is to put healthcare in the hands of our patients. We want to make them feel Absolutely. empowered in all of their decisions, Absolutely. especially whenever it comes to advanced directives, because you know, my, my family recently went through an event where one of our family members had um, a heart event happen and they wound up in the emergency mm -hmm. department at Phelps Health. And during that, we recognized there is such a, a value to have those advanced directives because 
what page is going to choose at 27 is going to be different than whatever my family member is going to choose, right? And I want to make sure that even though I'm emotional about what's happening to my family member, that their wishes are fulfilled. Absolutely. Even if they're different than mine, I want to make sure that that is respected and that it's followed through on. Absolutely. And if we have those advanced directives, if the hospital has them, even if we can't go in and, and be part of that because of COVID or whatever is going on, those, those can still be followed, Absolutely. which is really fantastic. Absolutely, and what you said I really liked, um, it's empowering the patient, mm -hmm. So, and that's really what it's all about. If, if you don't make the decision, the decision gets made for you, and it may not always be the decision that you choose. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. So kind of moving along, do you prepare the estate plan as part of the foundation? What does that look like? So perfect, perfect <laughs> question. And I always, Are people going to call you? I know. So as a CFRE professional, which is a certified fundraising executive, I really have to stand by the ethics, which is, you know, I am not the one preparing these. We, we're really referring to our professionals mm -hmm. in the community. Um, who that's their area of expertise really where the foundation comes in is if someone in that planning has decided that one of their benefactors is going to be Phelps Health Foundation then we want to be part of that conversation and there's a lot of reasons for that one is we want to be able to properly steward that gift recognize its value while that person is still living and I can give numerous examples of where we have been the benefactor of beautiful gifts and one um, more recent gift, there were no living relatives of this donor. And it was, you know, it was a little sad to not be able to celebrate with their loved ones mm -hmm. and their family what impact they were going to have with this gift. So I know they knew what they were doing with the gift, but, you know, they may have wanted to celebrate that in other ways. So Yeah, and you want to share that, right? And you, you want to share that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's fantastic. So I've got one more question to kind of wrap us up today. What can anyone listening today or, or watching this podcast, what can they do? What are some of their first steps they can take? So they can certainly call me um, or contact me through the foundation. And if they're just getting started and they don't know where to begin and they need to talk to a professional in their community, I've got an entire referral sheet that I can provide for them. Um, Wendy's included on that if insurance mm -hmm. is their area of, of question. Um, we have attorneys, financial advisors. CPAs, so there's a, a wide variety of professional skills out there we can refer them to. Um, if they've already made that decision and um, hearing this podcast today has triggered that, like I don't think I've ever shared that with anybody that I plan to make this gift to Phelps Health Foundation, let us know. Um, we want to be able to properly steward that gift. We want to be able to include that donor in, in potential donor appreciation events. Um, and then on the flip side, we know that there's a lot of times where donors want to be completely anonymous. They do not want their wishes to be publicized. And we want to be mindful and respectful of that. And we mm -hmm. can't do what we don't know. So reach out to mm -hmm. us, initiate that conversation, <laughs> and we'll help you navigate it. I love that. Fantastic. Wendy, anything that you would like to add to today's conversation or discussion? You know, just to give the family a peace of mind um, is really just hitting my heart right now that they're, you know, and it's just, again, it's just the awareness and there's so many opportunities Absolutely. available. No, I think yes. you make a great point. And, you know, one thing just to wrap up that I'd love to touch base on is there is that planned giving advisory council. Mm -hmm. This is a great opportunity for patients, family members, community members, anybody in our six county region, you know, even people who, who are just listening to our podcast and want to be part of that conversation. Absolutely. That's why this 
community and that's why this group was created in order to help you all who are listening empower yourselves and to have these conversations and these discussions so thank you both so much for being here today you both are a wealth of knowledge and i really appreciate the conversation and you taking your time to be here today thanks Paige. absolutely so if you liked our show and would like to know more check out southhealth.org